Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 105 in Edmonton. Second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. The Edmonton Oilers just wrapping up uh, morning skate a few minutes ago. Had the availability, and you already heard one comment from Neil. Kachuk also said... And then doubled down this morning that he doesn't feel like that was the right time in the game to fight. Fine. However, here's Neil's thoughts. And don't be taking 12-foot runs at him trying to trying to kill him. So uh, You don't see anyone else in the league doing that because they know they have to fight him. So uh, That's why you don't see that happen. Am I going to go see, see Luch come around the net and go target his head and run 12 feet and try to kill him? No, because he's going to kill me. So, Does this boil down I don't to get respect? It. Yeah, it's a huge respect thing, and um, you don't see guys doing that to other guys because they have respect for for other guys. And um, there's places on the ice where um, you know you have to let up on guys, and um, you're in a vulnerable, vulnerable position there, coming around the net, and you're focused on focused on taking a puck to the net. And you're focused on trying to score a goal, make a play, and you're in uh, you're in a battle with another uh, with another player, a defenseman, and uh, you see a guy come down and, and take a run. So. Um, like I said, I just don't, don't really understand it. And we are pleased to be joined on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline by former NHL enforcer, veteran of over 100 fights. Uh, that's about 93 more than Matthew Kachuk, probably more than that. It's Al May. Al, uh, let's get right into it, my friend. What did you make of that situation and what was a vintage Battle of Alberta on Saturday night? Well, first of all, I like... I like seeing all the old-fashioned hockey. I like seeing teams play with a lot of animosity, a lot of hate. And, you know, in the, in the old days, if those hits would have been made, you would have seen people stand up and be counted for. But, you know, I, I really felt that the hits in today's hockey and the way the games were played, the way the suspensions have been handed out, that those hits by Kachuk were the line. They had crossed the line. Uh, there was a time when you could hit everyone like that. And I, I looked at that the other night, and I thought what he did, how he turned away, and didn't expect there to be any repercussion, kind of 
what's been happening in hockey. Guys think they can get away with that, and I look at it, and, and it's just, to me, it's kind of rat-like behavior out on the ice. It's dangerous. It's dangerous with that expectation. And it's interesting that you brought that up, Al, because I can remember when Cassian blew up, I think it was Oliver Ekman Larson, and this is where he really endeared himself to Oilers fans. And he immediately turned around, shed his gloves, and threw the first shot on Anthony Duclair, who followed him in. So to contrast that with, as you're saying, Kachuk turning up the wall as if he'd done nothing wrong and was just going to continue on no matter what, I think that's what's pissing people off the most, right? Well, he knew exactly what he was doing, and we've seen him with that type of behavior throughout his short career right now. Very good hockey player, but he does all those things. And I just look at it, and you know what? He he is playing like that, and I know that when you play the Washington Capitals, we don't notice him because Tom Wilson is out there. He doesn't do those types of things. Wilson in the past, I, I would say if it was Wilson that threw those hits, if it was Cashin that threw those hits, Radko Gudis, Many other players that have thrown that hit, Lucic, those would have all been suspendable hits. There would have been at least five-minute majors handing out. And I'm not saying this from an Oilers side or a Calgary side. When I when you look around the league, I, I think right now the, the Department of Player Safety has gotten it wrong. So many times this year, it's been their worst performance ever, and you never know what is right. I, I felt that both of those guys, if you're calling one guy to the carpet, I felt that they both should have been called into players you know, had those phone calls or hearings or whatever you want to call them. Do you think then on that topic, Al, that this is setting maybe more of a dangerous precedent? One texter has has messaged the show and said that now people have video evidence to defend that kind of check in the future because not only was there nothing called on the ice, but he didn't even get uh, anything supplementary either. So now you've got pretty dangerous-looking hits that everybody, at least in the northern part of this province, says they're trying to work right out of the game. And you've got that to back whatever in the future. It's it's a slippery slope, I guess, is what I'm getting at with this. Hey, as with the fans' opinions, they see it one way, but they're going to see it the complete other way. When it happens to a Calgary Flame in the exact same fashion, they'll be screaming bloody murder. Uh, the players, one of the, the greatest comments you hear from all the players about, you know, these decisions by the league and what is and what isn't a suspension, is that and how it goes from from you, you could have the exact same frames game to game. The players don't know what is and what isn't a suspension, what is and what isn't crossing the line. So that's where the frustration comes in. And, and I get that Cashin, he blew up the other night. It probably wouldn't matter if it was Kachuk or anyone else. He, he took two, he was take, two times his helmet went flying off. I'm not sure if that's because he's got the chrome dome. But on the other side of it, the first hit to the blocker side of the uh, of the goaltender, he, even though his head was down, I know that Tom Wilson threw that hit a couple of years ago, and he got suspended for it. And when you look at it, you just say, well, the guy's head was down. But you know what? You're supposed to, when guys are in vulnerable positions, you, know, you hear this outcry from the media that's not in Edmonton today and yesterday and Saturday, but there's an outcry always. The guy was vulnerable. So it all depends how they see it. A lot of guys right now are trying to make headlines in the media, the so-called social media experts. They're trying to, you know, one, one side is for the hits, one side's against the hits, but they're all trying to gain favor, and they're all trying to be clickbait type of people that are out there, and their disagreements are disingenuous. Chatting with uh, NBCSN Capitals analyst, it's Al May. Al, what does this now shed a light on as far as Kachuk goes and his how he's viewed around the league? Because we already know he's got beef with Drew Doughty, and, and that's kind of longstanding. But if you're another NHL player and you're playing somewhere else and watching this and watching this on Sports Center, does your opinion of him take a dip? 
You know what? People all expect that of him right now. From what so far, what he's done in the league, there's been a, a lot of those old jabs when players, guys are on the benches. I've been between the benches, and he's done little things to Capitals players. Uh, so it's kind of expected of him right now. But at some point, it'll come back in a real bad way. He's lucky that Cashin d- didn't have him standing up in the entire fight the other night. And I, I suspect, and probably when you look at it, I felt that Cashin probably should have been jumped by every Calgary Flame at the same time. I don't care about the score. If that's one of your best players, you, you should be sticking up. So you look, I know Rasmus Anderson, you said years before, I'm not sure how long ago, but I, I seem to remember him calling the Oilers soft. And, you know, I would say it's far from it. And, you know, that type of behavior, I think you have to be accountable for in the National Hockey League. If, if Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The league department, the referees aren't going to take care of it. What do they expect the players to do? That's where tempers flare, and that's how players will get hurt. And that's the argument for keeping fighting in the game. It's being put on display, at least the way I see it. Now, Al, the fact that nobody else really... I mean, Elias Lindholm tried. Connor McDavid was actually the first one to sort of make that a scrum before Cassian completely popped off. But does it tell you a little something about how this might even be received on the Flames bench or in the Flames room when there isn't that pack mentality to go help out, Chuck? Well, it's... They don't know what they're thinking right now. And I feel for every player in the league when these things do happen because there's guys, the old-fashioned, get in there and get involved and make sure you got your pound of flesh and everyone was in there. And, and you know, I, I get the game has evolved and it's so much different than when I played. You know, if I wouldn't have went in and stepped in or Zach Cash and back when I played and, you know, all those old guys, Tim Hunter, Dave Semenko, you take the Battle of Alberta, you know, you would have had to stand up and you'd have been out of lineup if you, if you didn't react to this. And it was a lot of pressure on guys to do that. Fortunately, that's gone out of the game, that, that you don't have these stage fights. I thought the coaches ruined the game in the late 90s and the 2000s by employing guys for one shift a game, and they just go out there for these fights that had nothing to do with the game. Right. On the other side of it, I, I just think players don't know what to do in these situations when someone takes a run. Now, if that's Connor McDavid that gets hit twice like that, I don't think it would have been a twice. It would have been a once. Uh, everyone knows that they've got to step in and take care of business. I was at the game years ago when Gretzky was open. I hit by a Toronto Maple Leaf at the Oilers' blue line. And basically, the Oilers just stepped over the bench and took care of business. It was hilarious. But the game has changed. We don't, we don't want anyone to get killed. We don't want anyone to get crippled. But I still think you can't have a leader like Kachuk has been prone to give. And on the other side of it, I don't, do not blame Cashin for doing what he did. Al, do you think that there would have been supplementary discipline and a phone call even at that had there been, say, two and a five called on the play? And I'm talking about Cassian's play because you could, right down to the letter of the law, I think any of those Kachuk checks could have been a charging call. We've seen it called on Lucic a thousand times up here when he was an oiler. But as far as Cassian's reaction to all this, had they called that on the ice, do you think that still warrants a phone call? Uh, yeah, it would have. But, you know, the, the rest had this conversation on Saturday. The refs are in such a tough position now. You have an alpha referee, you have another guy, and they have these converse, conversations. They've also got uh, off-ice official at every game, that, like a supervisor. So it, it's, people kind of get caught 
in the intersection in a lot of these and what, what the call is, what the perception is. And, and you go to it, but I felt there should have been calls, but because you do, there, it was if other players with reputations had done that, and, I, and I'm not for, and I don't believe in the prior offender uh, argument. If you do something that crosses the line, it should be suspended accordingly. I, to me, that's garbage. When I look at all, all of the, the way all of this has been handled, we do not have a lot of faith in the Department of Player Safety and, and what they rule on these. And, and I look at it, to be only talking to one of these players is kind of a travesty. And, and I know the league, and I understand why they wanted that fighting out of the game all the way. But when it goes out all the way, what will happen is you'll have more and more hits like this because it, it seems since the instigator rule went into the game, and you know, I think coaches went, you know, they, they went too far with worrying about that two-minute minor because you kill off so many other two-minute minors. I, I just think that that increased the amount of guys jumping in the air from behind. You didn't see that before when you had to worry about that, you know, one, two, three, four, five guys in the other team that were all there for foundation reasons. Al May is our uh, touchback safety headliner today. Uh, the, your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. So uh, probably somewhere between two and five games. I think five would be to the extreme end of this, Al, especially considering Kachuk wasn't injured. But curious what, in your opinion, the next step is because these two teams play each other at the end of this month. Cassian likely to miss one of them, maybe not both. What what is the next step in the evolution of this battle of Alberta before the end of this season? Well, the, the next well, first of all, these decisions you never know what to expect. They've been baffling. I know that when Garnet Hathaway was given a three game suspension for spitting this season, uh, I thought it was excessive. I also was uh, really bad on to, to do what he did. But it's not even in the rule book. Uh, he got three games. I heard they wanted to go even stiffer, but they can't at an area where you couldn't even go to the league and look, have an independent arbitrator look at it and remove the suspension. And it was the only person that would have reviewed that would have been a Gary Batman. So I think it's going to happen on this one. It's going to be the same. It's going to be less than six games. Uh, Cash, and I wouldn't be surprised if they make it long enough to miss both of these games. But I would say he definitely misses the next Flames game. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. And I'm not saying that he should be. But it's just been weird how they make all these. There, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no consistency to what they're calling. But as far as the Battle of Alberta is concerned, I, I would definitely say it's back on. And people love these games when there's animosity shown. Heck, you love any game where there's animosity. And I mean, with an uptick in their emotion, and I'm sure that everyone's taking a chance to make their hits, take their hits, do what they have. Tough for the two teams and win on the scoreboard as well. That is Al Mays, an NBCSN Capitals analyst. Capitals and Hurricanes tonight, Al. Have a great call. Always appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, Brandon. Take care. Cheers. That is, uh, again, our touchback, or our Oilers Now headliner, rather, brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. And also make sure to go down and see the gang at Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin. They are an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. And right now is a great time to buy because they're clearing out all 2019s up to $14,000 off 2019 Ford F-150s. Give the gang at Brent Ridge a call. That's 1-877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com. Lots of text messages to get to. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Take a quick time out on Oilers Now. Back with plenty of that. We'll also get your Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown injury attorneys. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. One twenty-one in Edmonton. It is Brendan Escott today on Oilers Now, where some guests receive gift certificates to Japanese Village steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Edmonton South, downtown, north side, Sherwood Park, and now open in West Edmonton Mall. That's Japanese Village. Lots and lots and lots of text messages, as I'm sure you can imagine. Clayton says, I guess what bothers me the most is the double standard. Not just this incident, but in general. It seems pretty clear that the name on the back of your jersey determines the treatment that you get from the refs and the league. If they aren't going to look at the guy that's constantly charging and targeting the head, something is rotten. Again, that's from Clayton. You see this, and I'll harken back to what I said with with Al May, and that... I mean, there was times last year where Milan Lucic was finishing a body check and getting called for charging. And you look at, and it was Francis Sharon and uh, Garrett Rank were the officials for this game on Saturday night. Not that I'm trying to put them on blast or anything, but it's, you know, it's worth noting. And, and to me, the intensity of the game is the intensity of the game because the referees allow it to get to that point by having their whistles in the pocket in the first place. Maybe that's why Zach Cassian didn't get kicked out after ragdolling Kachuk around the ice. That could be, right? But it, it just doesn't escalate to that point if it's dealt with in the manner in which the league is trying to say that things should be dealt with. Why can they take fighting out of the game or remove it the way that they have? Because there's been rules implemented to protect players from plays like we saw. Because it's Zach Cassian, I mean, like Al May said, if that's Connor McDavid rounding the corner, first of all, I'm sure the city would have gathered up in their vehicles and driven down to Calgary to try and figure it out themselves because that's how passionate the good Oilers fan base is. But you see where I'm going with this, right? It shouldn't be a double standard just because Zach Cassian is Zach Cassian and Matthew Kachuk is Matthew Kachuk. A hit is a hit is a hit is a hit. Lance from the West Coast says, what are the concerns that the leagues have and what are the points that they are trying to address? The refs handled the game very well. If this wasn't sufficient, then why have, why have refs? I know this is rhetorical, but I think you get my point. Uh, Brad in Grand Prairie says, I'd like to see the rest of the league make a statement to Kachuk and start targeting Goudreau. Maybe then Johnny Hockey will tell Kachuk to stop. I think there's something to be said for the fact that none of the Flames really dove in there to help Kachuk. They didn't really step up. Zach Ronaldo's on the ice. Milan Lucic, he he didn't really have a Lucic kind of impact. I didn't think he seemed all that interested because the guys that really believe the code, they know what Kachuk did wasn't right. Haji says, uh, and this is, again, I referenced this earlier, but Brendan, you and John's perception of this incident is too micro, and that's in saying, if you don't 
have this situation dealt with now, it's going to escalate into something like a Bertuzzi or a McSorley, or could, not going to, but could. The NHL just set a very dangerous precedent, which arms future predators with video evidence to defend hits of this nature, resulting in the injuries of some of the NHL stars. Rather than refusing to comment, the NHL directly defended Kachuk's hits, labeling them as clean, will endanger the NHL stars. And the league did, as I recall, come out and specifically say that they didn't find anything wrong with those hits which is interesting because in my hand again I hold the rule book which pretty clearly defined in my view a charging call there anyway Oilers management needs to start calling out the NHL and it's officiating before McDavid is seriously injured again Holland has the swagger to garner the ear of the media to influence change Cassian should have been overtly supported by the Oilers right after that game well Cassian has been overtly supported by the Oilers since we will get to some of that audio certainly it will be on uh, Inside Sports tonight with Reed Wilkins and Dave Campbell, 6 to 8 p.m. So you can tune in for that. Uh, we don't have it right now, but yeah, the team is supporting what Cassian is going through right now. We got to get to the James H. Brown injury report. It is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Blues defenseman St. Albert product Colton Pareko has been out the last four games and will miss tonight's game against the Ducks. He's got an upper body issue. Brendan Gallagher, another local product, will miss yet another game for the Montreal Canadiens. He's got headaches. They will get Ben Sherratt back, however, from a lower body issue tonight for that game against Calgary. Devils forward Kyle Palmieri uh, missed New Jersey's last game with a lower body ailment. He's questionable tomorrow. And Penguins captain Sidney Crosby inching closer to a return from sports hernia surgery. He is considered questionable for tomorrow's tilt with Minnesota. Still to come, we'll get an update on the Bakersfield Condors who had a pair of wins over the weekend. So we'll hear from head coach Jay Woodcroft. Sounds like Evan Bouchard's really starting to turn it on there. He had four points on the weekend. We'll hear from him. And if Zach, or not hear from him, but we'll hear about him. And if Zach Cassian is suspended, do we hear from Tyler Benson at the NHL level? We'll find out what Jay Woodcroft thinks about that as well. One quick text I want to squeak in here. Jason from Sangudo, one of the more humorous texters. I read online, says Jason, that Matthew Kachuk is getting endorsement offers from Turtles, Turtle Wax, and Shell. Absolutely love it. Is this the first time this has happened? No. In fact, my first time hosting this show was November 17th of last year. Here's a rant from that time. I have no problem with that because Matthew Kachuk, 6'2", 200, you're going to tell me he can't hold his own? But he didn't. He turtled instead. And then Zach Cassian ends up with 16 penalty minutes on the same play. And I just don't understand how we're trying to instill any accountability in the modern NHL player when you've already, you know, basically exiled fighting I don't want to I don't want to go that far okay because it still has its place but answer the damn bell and you don't have to anymore with the way that this league is officiated November 17th of 2018 that's when all this began food for thought we'll talk to Jay Woodcroft after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers radio 630 Chad